me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Look around you, that car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream, you did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and if I could bring one phrase back into the mainstream lexicon, it would be jive turkey. This is my co-host, Jason. Hello. Jive turkey, man. Rolls right off the tongue. It rolled right off into oblivion until you mentioned it. (laughs) Where it would have been happy to stay. (laughs) <laughs> Although, I, it, from the same area, I wish people were referred to as cats more often. Yeah. And I am on a personal mission in my life right now to bring back the phrase, nothing doing. Oh, that's a good one. It's a great one. I'll, I also like referring to uh, people who who uh, joke around a lot as uh, Weisenheimers. Right, right. I, get I was uh, talking... To our, I was talking to our mutual friend Brandon uh, yesterday, and I mentioned that I, I mentioned my love for the phrase "jive turkey," mm-hmm. and he said if he could bring anything back, it would be "daddy o." God, y'all are gonna kill us! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let the phrases die. <laughs> um, we we have a lot of news, so I'm just gonna jump right into it. Go for it. We're going to jump into animated news this week. Um, yeah, Zach A-N is slightly before A-R, I guess, alphabetically. Sure. Stop trying to assign an alph- <laughs> alphabetical quality to this. <laughs> I want order. I want a Stop world with alphabets that- and no jive turkeys. Stop speaking all that jive, man. Don't you dare. Uh, Don't you dare. No, I'm bringing it back, man. Uh, Nothing doing. <laughs> Zach-, Zach Galifianakis, which, by the way, Zach is at the end of the alphabet, uh, is apparently voicing the Joker in WB's Lego Batman movie. This is going to be interesting, though. I have no idea what kind of joke, uh, like Joker voice he's going to pull out. It'll be cool. Um, I think the most recent Jokers I've seen in uh, animated form have still been like DiMaggio, um, who's all over the Lego universe, and um, even yeah, Troy man. Baker popping in. Hell, in the, the DC movie that's the, um, what is it, the Legion of Doom Lego movie that's coming out, um, you know, Hamill's there, but he's actually not doing joker i think it's troy becker right. doing the joker still hamill's actually going to be doing um <laughs> the trickster in the sinestro. trickster in sinestro yeah and uh yeah oh man is doing joker yeah yeah actually i was going to talk about oh, that it they, is dimaggio's uh, joker it is huh. um they did release they released a new clip from the lego dc comic superheroes justice league attack of the legion of doom god that's a long time i i know uh, the clip is actually pretty well on fleek, I guess, to <laughs> to be more contemporary with my with my lingo. Um, There's no need for it that. It involves Lex Luthor. There's never a need. There's Lex Luthor and the Legion of Doom, and they're they're holding Legion of Doom tryouts. Uh-huh. And it appears that they have an obstacle course. Did you see the clip? I have. It's Wipeout. They're doing Wipeout. Okay. Okay. And um, complete with they kind of getting to comment on them as they fall. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of great. They have. Um, I would have loved a little uh, Lego John Henson in there. They have one little gray speck um, on that side of the little black Lego's head. Right. They have uh, Giganta standing there, and Luther is like, "Oh yeah, we need to make a rule. Uh, you can't have you. It must be mandatory to be in the Legion of Doom. It's mandatory to attend meetings inside the Legion of Doom headquarters." And then, like Hamill Sinestro, like creates like a little microphone, goes, "Sorry, Giganta, rules are rules." <laughs> She's all boom, boom, boom. Um, if you guys are like turning up your nose at this stuff though, man, I mean, Jason wasn't lying. This, uh, this thing's got Troy Baker as Batman, Nolan North as Superman, Josh Keaton as Green Lantern, 
uh carrie payton as cyborg james arnold taylor as the flash gray uh, griffin as wonder woman and lois lane d bradley baker as martian manhunter and man bat mark camel as the trickster and sinestro john dimaggio as lex luther and the joker kevin michael richardson as captain cold gorilla grod and black manta tom kenny as the penguin Chris summer as cheetah and tony todd as dark side that is a ton of big names oh for yeah the, for the voiceover world yeah um Here's the little synopsis, though. It is pretty fun. Crime is on the run as the newly formed Justice League keeps Metropolis safe. And this makes evil genius Lex Luthor very unhappy. Together with Black Manta, Sinestro, and a gang of ruthless recruits, Lex builds his own league and declares them the Legion of Doom. With this superpowered team of terror and a plan to attack the top secret government site, Area 52, <laughs> can Lex finally be on the verge of victory? <laughs> there's a uh, funny movie. I've heard man. there's even a little quick sidebar there where he, uh, they say, well, what happened to Area 51? And they, they explain that Area 51's gone now, and this is 52, the new 52. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I wondered if they were doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the whole point of that joke was was to get to the new 52. That's good stuff. Um, This movie, Justice League Attack of the Legion of Doom, it is a Lego movie. It will arrive on August 25th. So The same day as Vixen, yeah. if you're going to be um, at home that day. If you intend to be yeah, sick and watch a bunch of TV that day, <laughs> I don't know, man. What do you what, what do you want to do? You want to you want to do a separate episode for that? Review it? <laughs> God no. <laughs> All right, now this is some news that I'm really excited about. This is not animation, but I didn't have another category for it. Mm -hmm. NBC is ordering a pilot for a half hour comedy called Powerless. And it's basically is about a group of people who work at the worst insurance company in America. <laughs> and it's set in the DC universe. Mm -hmm. You told me about this. You want to talk about this? This is, I think, amazing. You, know, you just amazing named idea. pretty much everything I know about it so far. Uh, all, all I can, all I've seen is that there, there aren't going to be heroes involved in the show. There will be cameos every now and then. I, I'm not right. sure exactly what that means. Well, it um, probably won't be the big ones. It probably won't be soups or bats, but no. I mean, it, you, it, depending on how they shoot it, it, you wouldn't be surprised to like see in the background in the window somewhere somebody flying by, a little green somebody flying by, or you look and there's a little red blur on the street or something. I don't know. They might do that. I, um, that might how be what they mean by cameo. How 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 effed up would it be if this is what they were planning for Booster Gold and Blue Beetle? Oh, it'd be amazing if they were the consultants for this firm. <laughs> Freaking perfect. <laughs> Freaking perfect. Uh, and uh, we don't we know, do know exactly what they're going to do, but uh, we do know it's going to be flippant. And, uh, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's the, the tale of actual people stuck in this universe. And it's exactly like I think I mentioned this last week. Um, insurance companies would tell you to fuck yourself if the Joker came to town. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to cover that. Um, and no one in their right mind's ever going to sell Joker insurance. So. Right. I wonder what they mean by worst insurance company, like hardest hit insurance company, or yeah, I don't know, man. Um, best at screwing their uh, constituents insurance company. Or? <laughs> uh, I, I I look forward to finding out. I really hope this goes to series. Um, if I can at least get the pilot, it'll it'll escape somehow. I'd be happy to see that. Yeah. Um, A to Z creator Ben Queen is the one who's developed Powerless Television. Yeah, and he's an unknown. I never saw A to Z. He's a complete yeah, unknown. Me, me too. Um, all right, Arrow now? Arrow? Yeah, why not? Arrow? Why not? Arrow? Sure. Why not? Arrow. There is a lot of Arrow news. Of course there is. So they have, yeah, they've released new pictures of uh, of Arrow's new bunker. Mm -hmm. It looks amazing. Are they going to uh, abandon the basement? Oh, yeah. That's gone. Okay. Wasn't sure. I mean, remember Detective Lance found it, and or Captain Lance found it, and went, I got you now, you son of a bitch. I know. I know. This is what does... My ears feel wet every time he talks. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it's got a, it's got its own garage. They have like their own like, it looks like a meeting table. Well, maybe you know, like the like the arrow cave thing have, is like, fun, but it, maybe they'll finally take Harley Quinn's advice and start calling it the quiver. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she nailed it. That'd be amazing. She nailed it. But yeah, they have pictures up online. You can find it. Is uh, it, I'll I'll put a link up in the show notes. But it it looks great. I'm down. Um, we did. Uh, we we got what we wanted. Constantine is going to be on Arrow. Yeah, I um, it has been announced officially. That that was one of those times where I I yelped. I was at work. People were there around me, and I had to explain myself because I kind of got a, a an alert on my phone. And I looked at it and yet let out this little yep. 
Um, I don't even know what sound it was. <laughs> I can't really truly reproduce it, but I made a sound and had to explain myself. But holy <laughs> fucking hell, this is going to be great. It, it, I don't even know what they're going to do. But think yeah. about how much Arrow's expanded. It used to be just a bunch of guys, uh, well-trained guys, hitting each other. Um, I know. And, you know, some explosives. And now we're talking about Tallyman's. Just Constantine arriving yeah. just means that magic is available now. Just pure, pure magic. I mean, yeah, he's that. And if they're going to keep the the universes, you know, consistent, which they have no problem doing, we're talking about a world where now entering Arrow's possible universes, you still have like Fate, Faust, Spectre, yeah, actual heaven and hell. Um, it's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. A beautiful um, thing. I don't they, know. They're not going to be able to wrap it up in one episode, and you know, you're, you're not going to get any, an ending to the series, Constantine, out of this episode. You will get a lot not, more fun no. with Matt Ryan. Yeah, which I'll take. Now, Mark Guggenheim said that season four is going to have an expanded focus on magic, mm-hmm. um, and the reason they're uh, bringing in Constantine is to resurrect Sarah mm-hmm. with the Lazarus Pit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wondered if that. With Constantine there, you you wonder if he's the one that can somehow magically take the edge off a Lazarus Pit revival. I doubt it. Uh, well, I mean, it's supposed to be you come out of there, you're crazy, blah blah blah. Short of well, you know, he Thea, I guess. But well, Guggenheim seems to be saying, um, unlike Thea, who wasn't fully dead, the consequences of using the pit on someone as dead as Sarah create some unforeseen difficulties. That's supposed to be the idea. That, yeah. that is supposed to be that. Now, are, have they said for sure that Thea was not quite dead? Because, man, she looked dead. She looked pretty dead. I but mean, by the way, man. She got run by through. The way. Not a lot of people in history survived getting run through. You know, we could we could do one more scene with uh, Constantine and, uh, what's his face? Barrowman. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Merlin. Mm-hmm. He's like, my boy Tommy. <laughs> It's never going to happen, Dave. You're going to have to give up on Tommy. Your mad quest to revive Tommy. It's not my mad quest to revive Tommy. I it, just don't trust your these quest. guys not. I, I just don't, don't trust these guys to not do it. I I just I don't think anyone else is bringing that up. No one else is having that discussion, Dave. You're, you're the only one touting Tommy. I don't I don't know the last time Berlanti and Guggenheim remembered that Tommy was on the show last season well yeah and then after that it's been months and i'm not sure they've had the word tommy cross their mind unless they were listening to a who record they've always got their (laughs) it's a good reference thank you (laughs) so arrow is adding not tommy but um true blood alum rutina wesley right to the show (laughs) we're gonna use Um, the phrase true blood alum a couple times now this is going to be another one of those baron blitzkrieg moments She's set to play the role of Lady Cop, a.k.a. Liza Warner, mm-hmm. who uh, popped up in 1975, but she's just going to be Liza Warner, and she will be a female cop, but she won't be Lady Cop. She will not be using the Lady Cop persona. Mm. So they just pulled um, the name, and now they're going to do whatever they want with yep, it? Yep, yep. Damn it, people. Don't you know there are people <laughs> that are writing Wikipedia pages and encyclopedias and, and all kinds of content for DC, and you're completely fucking these people? Because now they have to put a whole other little addendum about some dude who used the name once and did any at nothing related with it. Right. Now she's apparently going to be like a, on a task force of some sort, I've heard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and they're also... Uh, did we talk about uh, Alicia Rotaru last week, the love interest from Oliver's Past? No. No, I don't believe it did. Yeah. Apparently there's going to be love interest from Oliver's Past, and it's going to be like a flashback thing. Um, fans were apparently freaking out because they thought, like, oh, no, Connor. no publicity. Oh, yeah. No, no one. I, I don't know if there's anyone, anyone in the fandom that wants to see Elicity end, at least not yet. I very much wanted to end. You, okay, why are you why are you doing this to me, Dave? Why do you want Tommy? Why do you want Elicity to end? What are you trying to do to my show? <laughs> Make it better, right? <laughs> I want some Elicity, man. We've worked. No. We, we we waited years for those two kids. Did, 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 wait, did you did you were you about to say we worked way too hard about way too hard for this? Because I thought we we talked about that how we didn't wait hard uh, or we didn't work hard at all for that. No, no, no. It didn't say it was earned. I said I've been waiting for years. Okay. There's a, um, <laughs> there's a you know, very clear difference. Uh, they were saying uh, Felicity was never part of the original plan for the show. Well, yeah, but she was one of those people that they, they got on there and kind of realized, hey, yeah, well, she's working. Let's keep this going. Yeah. Um, so they've also added um, 
I never watched Enlisted. Did you watch Enlisted? Nope, not a one. All right, Parker Young. He was on that show. On that show, he's we didn't coming watch. into on that show that neither one of us watched. Came in. It was coming into Arrow season four, uh, playing Alex Davis, the guy that we bemoaned mm-hmm. last week, I believe it was. Right. Uh, the smart, driven young man working for Oliver, and the potential love interest for Thea. Yeah, he'll be here this season so. to tell Thea what to do, so she doesn't have to use her own thoughts and feelings and emotions. Hmm. True story, guys. <laughs> it's just nothing to that. There's, it's it's annoying. That's all I've got. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Mark Guggenheim, in talking about uh, Phil Oliver, mm-hmm. said that Felicity will be the one force in Oliver Queen's life that keeps him from re- relapsing into the sordid effect of previous seasons, teasing Felicity to be the lightning balance to all the dark travails that come with being Starling City's superhero. The relationship with Felicity is the thing he aspires to in terms of a more positive, healthy environment. That's going to be the two things pulling him throughout the year. That works. Now, they say throughout the year, so I guess I guess I will get my wish. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think they're going to get rid of him. No, that, and that's what I know they they've added, about, like, you know, they've added what they're calling a love interest for Oliver, but... The flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, that that's the thing. Everyone freaked out, and I don't think it was going to be a big deal. I was pretty sure when they said love interest that it wasn't going to be a present, pressing concern anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll get her. We'll have him the whole no. year, and it'll be nice to actually see him not fall back into that whole... They they did. If they earned anything at the end of this season, it was the, the fact that Oliver cares more about the team now than he does his personal mission. And he, mm-hmm. he did come to a full, it, it, it was a full acceptance of the fact that he is better, a better person and better at what he does and what he needs to do when these people are in his life and he needs to stop pushing them out. Right. If the show Speaking earned anything, of, it's uh, that. So, hey, keep it. I There was a tweet earlier this week. I, I don't remember if it was Guggenheim because I don't have this in my notes. I just remembered it. Mm-hmm. But um, so sorry. If, if we miss any news, please let us know. Um, rake us over the coals. Mm-hmm. But they, they're saying that like someone asked if um, Oliver's son would show up. Mm-hmm. And uh, whoever it was said, well, I would tell you, but that would be a spoiler. Yeah, but, you know, that, that's a vague, Which makes it, vague dicky yeah. answer. It is a vague dicky answer, but, you know, if they weren't going to do it, they were probably going to be like, no. I mean, if, if you <laughs> asked me if you asked me if I was going to get you a birthday present, and I said if I told you that would be a spoiler, that does not mean you're getting a damn birthday present. I, I would think it would mean that you were River Song. Right? Spoilers. Yeah. Aww. She almost took that word completely out of the normal context. Jason is River Song. She's been gone too long. I could be. She regenerates. Oh, she's coming back. She's coming back. I've heard. Yeah, uh, we'll see. All right, we're going to jump into The Flash and stop talking about Doctor Who. (laughs) (laughs) We can expand it. I don't know. Oh, wait, the last Uh, bit of Arrow news. If uh, In in Amel's training process to to get ready for his, I think, what will be his second WWE performance. Apparently smacked himself in the mouth with a... uh, with a bar. I'm not exactly sure how that works because I don't really know how working out works. I assume you lift things and carry them into other places. But in doing so, he smacked himself in the head. And then, That's kind of brilliant. Yeah, and then mentioned that um, he was hoping his, his, his tongue healed in time because he had to do vocal work for Arrow later and was wondering how that would go. So if at yeah. some point this season during a, a voiceover, an ADR moment, you... Um, you feel like he's a little a little muffled. Sounds like his mouth is full of marbles. His mouth is full of swollen tongue. Well, I mean, everyone on that show lisps, out of doubt, will even notice. It's true. Well, you will, though. He's the one exception. He's the <laughs> one using a clear, well-spoken voice the whole time. All right. Well, over in The Flash, mm-hmm. uh, one of the showrunners, Gabrielle Stanton, is saying that... They're gonna bring. They're gonna be incorporating Wally in a really, really cool way, and she doesn't think the audience will see it coming. I don't, I don't know what that. I means. have no idea what that means. I have Do you want no to talk idea. about Doctor Light? Oh yeah, <laughs> this will make just as much sense. I, I really, I have, I could, I could take a guess at that, and it would be nothing but a, a an absolute guess. It, it, um, God help them. I, I'll, I hope it's fun. I bet it is though. I'm gonna go ahead and give them the benefit of the doubt on it. Um. Somewhere in there, that they don't have casting news for it yet, but uh, they're right. going to the female version of Doctor Light that showed up in the uh, I think it was showed up in the eighties. Um, that is who will be popping on to uh, to the Flash. Mm-hmm. Which, if they're going to use Doctor Light, yes, please go with the female version because the moment Doctor Light gets on screen as the male version, I'm waiting to see who he rapes. Yeah, Doctor the the male supervillain. Uh... He was a tough cookie. And he wasn't. He was a lame villain until Identity Crisis. So you have Jeff Johns to think for what he was. But he was mentioned, though. He was mentioned in uh, Arrow Season Mm 2. 
He was a, uh, they acknowledged him as a uh, psycho former Star Labs employee. Oh, okay. Arthur Light. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would have been fun. And, you know, he's one of those people that his his power set originally sounded really cool. You know, mm-hmm. back in the 50s, this would have, <laughs> it sounded great. And now we're we're past the point where we're, we don't even care about CD players anymore. It, and they have full control over the technology that he willed in the 50s. Like, it, it, he was one of those things where technology just killed, killed his power. We're, yeah. We, we use lasers for every damn thing now. Poor guy. He's like, I utilize lasers. Very good. Like, so does my pin. Cool. I have a CD player. It's all, I don't know. I have a pin that does the same thing. Right. <laughs> He's over here summoning <laughs> whatever he can. You just pull out the pin thing and swirl it on his chest. Hey, get that off me. Okay. Sounds like a job for cut the comforter and duvet. Mm-hmm. Springing into so. action. <laughs> uh, anyway... <laughs> Um, they have uh, Christopher White actually sent us a copy of this too. Um, they have revealed the Jay Garrick costume, and they did it in a really cool way. They um, they put out a the the original comic book cover to Flash issue one twenty three where he first meets Jay Garrick, but and then they did they did like a side by side where they have they created their own version of Flash one twenty three the cover and. Um, it's got dude in the Jay Garrick outfit. Mm-hmm. It looks actually, it actually looks pretty good. I agree. I I got a little too excited <laughs> when I saw it. I just went. <laughs> oh god! That was roughly, very roughly, the noise I made. Yeah, it, the it, they did a cool thing though with uh, picking that cover was a, a, a really good idea too because it also goes back to that's kind of where, where some of the storylines of multiverses and Earth Two started really popping off. So. Um, yeah, good nod, guys. Good damn nod. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, though, there is a rumor going about, or a boot for our friends in Canada. Mm-hmm. We're still holding on to those. <laughs> um, there's a rumor that Kid Flash is going to appear in Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, one more little bit on the Flash. They are saying that the vibe transformation is going to be a traumatic one. I didn't see a lot more on any of that, though. No, it just it keeps... Little things about that are just seeping out every now and then. And I've thought about this, though. With Vibe, There's if they're going to change the show dynamic with Vibe's introduction, because Cisco can't just be Cisco once he's Vibe. Now he has to do. He has all these other responsibilities. He can't just be the, the cool techie back at the lab that's got good jokes um, and, you know, cleverly names all of their villains. Like, it, you can't right. just put him in that bubble. Once he's Vibe, he's one of the only people in... He's one of the only powered people in the universe that can really stop the Flash. And just cold. Um, He's actually powerful enough that he can stop Zoom. Um, Mm -hmm. Because the little spaces that he moves between, uh, Vibe can can control those vibrations too. But being that he could be that powerful and being that he could be that fun, it it won't surprise me if they make him a villain during the transformation. Yeah. If it ends up being that, you know, he... Because, you know, Caitlin Snow could still be an alternate universe, but we don't know about him. Cisco, though, we know he's coming out of Universe (laughs) Prime. Right, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a surprise for me if we if we had to if they had to fight him for uh for a few weeks at least. Yeah, I'd get behind it. I can do that. All right, down to Legends of Tomorrow proper. Mm-hmm. Uh, le- <laughs> this is kind of fun, man. Um, they're talking about the like Mark Guggenheim and Phil Klemmer are talking about the rules of time travel in Legends of Tomorrow, and they're talking about how like one of the things in the comics is like. Uh, Rip Hunter wants to use weapons from whatever time period he's in. Mm-hmm. And he only uses futuristic weapons in the worst of circumstances. Uh, but that's not going to work for everyone. No. Because Captain Cold and Heat Wave don't use modern... Uh, they, they use modern weapons completely, and so does Ray Palmer. Yeah. Um, All three of those characters cannot exist. That You can't do a steampunk version of them. And, uh, he, yeah, they Clemmer is saying they are going to break some of those rules. He says they're screw-ups. <laughs> Instead of... <laughs> Instead of tiptoeing through history, they're plodding through it, leaving mm-hmm. their footprints and fingerprints and constantly having to wonder whether they're going to screw the future up rather than fix it. It's going to be total madness. Good. I've said this before. I want to have to have a flowchart to follow that, that story. I want to have and, um, one of the conspiracy nut walls with yarn drawn between index cards. They're also saying that um, while the main goal is to stop Vandal Savage, mm-hmm. certain members of the team are going to be taking advantage of Rip Hunter's time-traveling powers to alter their own timeline. Hmm. 
Clemmer said, who can resist the urge to correct the past or to investigate the future? The idea of traveling through time has a caper quality to it. And that's what we're going, that's what we're looking forward to. Yes, there will be the big try to stop Bandle Savage plot, but people will inevitably become diverted on their little side missions. And when people are trying to fix their own timeline, that's when you really start screwing things up. Oh yeah. Palmer's totally going to try to save his wife. I, I imagine so. That's the that's the first one I'll 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 put money on is Palmer tries to save his wife. And I think we did mention this last week, but he does in the same interview say, "I wish I could tease a booster gold thing, but you might have to wait a good long while at least on our show. Perhaps booster is being groomed for bigger things." Yeah, I know. I've been teased by that before. Yeah, it's just mean. Yeah, it's just mean. Warner Brothers. That's what that is. Now maybe while they're trying to fix things, uh, Sarah will go back and refilm that scene in the pilot of Arrow where she's not that person and then you can be whole again. Well, they did re- reshoot a fair portion of it. So, you know, they shot around it. I just I just <laughs> it would be nice if you could go buy like the DVD version and there's that woman been completely recast with Sarah. I know. If I was the showrunner, that's what I would do. Yeah. Just hey, like it's how not Larry un- David went back and reshot um, Jerry Stiller because that wasn't George's original dad on Seinfeld. Right. Like, but yeah. it's not unprecedented. Not for continuity. Yeah. Um, Again, go watch the Futurama bits. <laughs> <laughs> There's some some continuity going on. All right, now get off that. I always do. Now, yeah, Guggenheim and Clemmer. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, and they were talking about the tone of the series, Legends of Tomorrow, and they encouraged us to go read Dan Jurgen's 2011 comic book, Time Master's Vanishing Point, because mm-hmm. it was a good series for his depiction of Rip Hunter and a crazy combination of characters. And Guggenheim added that the series will contain elements of the Keith Giffen and Dematis Justice League International run. Which makes me so much more sad that they can't use Booster and, and Blue Beetle. <laughs> I know. Now, as, as for Hawk Girl, they would not say whether or not she comes from Thanagar, but they did say that we will see her. We get we get a chance to see her origin, and it's one of the more faithful origins that the the CW have ever told. Really, that's what they're saying. Okay, okay. Now that'd be weird though, because you know uh, their Hawk Man apparently isn't going to be Thanagarian. Yeah. So well, yeah, yeah. He's just he's just a dude. <clears throat> oh, they did say about the, the character Jay Jackson that everyone's speculating about. They said Jay Jackson is not code for any other superhero. Yeah, I was glad they actually finally dispelled that. Um, because it's been driving me freaking nuts. I I just flipping <laughs> through Wikipedia after Wikipedia trying to find a character that would match that. No, okay. So I can put that one to rest. It it actually did. It comforted me. No, they did. They did address the fact that Heatwave and Captain Cold were going to be in the group. And uh, they said, first of all, when you've got Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell, mm-hmm. you don't use them. That's criminal. <laughs> That's really criminal. You have to make use of those guys. Right. But also it's the virtue of having those X factors, these monkey wrenches in the works. It makes the whole situation very unpredictable. And the show is go. It is so much. Ri- the show is so much richer for having these two guys in this group of superheroes it's almost like if you did avengers but you made loki an avenger Mm -hmm. can you imagine how much fun that would be yes i can it was thor (laughs) 2 and i enjoyed the hell out of that aspect of the movie oh yeah um this was a side note i accidentally put somewhere else because i saw it later uh they said um (laughs) green uh green lantern is not going to wind up on the flash okay they just went ahead and put that out there good but they said never say never on constantine showing up on the flash yeah i saw the never say never um that's fun yeah it would be nice i'd like to see constantine's reaction to barry's speed i actually would I mean, I'm. I like to think he would just kind of cock, cock an eyebrow and light a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, I, it's going to be something like that. Like it's not going to be Diggle, you know, pissing himself. I also want to see, uh, you know, Constantine's Dropping reaction to, fries. to, yeah, to somebody like uh, like Oliver though, who's just ultra disciplined, standing right. next to somebody that's Constantine, who has never, you know, either learned or bothered to cinch his tie. Uh, that's gonna oh, be fun. Oh, he knows how to. Oh, John knows how to do do his tie, man. I've never seen him cinch that tie. I assume he he only cinches it when he's trying to to, to seduce pricey women. <laughs> All right, you ready to go over to Supergirl? You better. Do you have anything it. else for the Flash? All righty, we're going over to Supergirl now, guys. Uh, Supergirl. Uh. Man, Nina Tassler, there's a lot of news, actually, that came out of this executive session at the TCA press tour. Um, Nina Tassler is saying that 
she is going to stay in her own universe for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had said they weren't going to do a crossover, but then I think later they they kind of said, "Well, not not for now." What it amounted to <laughs> is is not not right now. And they're yeah. doing they're promotionally they're crossing over, but that's just people saving money on marketing, um, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know fine. Keep your money on marketing, not spent, and put it into effects, please. Um, right. Yeah. They, all they've said was it's not going to happen right now, and I think for the best possible reason. It, and it, I forget who said it, but they said that with Arrow and the Flash spending most of the first half of their season setting up Legends of Tomorrow, and then Legends of Tomorrow taking that off, and Arrow and Flash spinning off from all that. It's supposed to be a big, you know, three-headed monster. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to, and I'm pulling exactly their word, shoehorn Supergirl into something like that. Because a character as right. powerful as Supergirl, that it would be, and I would feel cheated. I, you, I'd see her fly on screen for a second and be like, why, why aren't we going to deal with this? And then she'd fly off screen, and I would be sitting there thinking, why didn't that have two episodes? Right. Um, so, yeah. Good I already job, feel that guys. way about Constantine. I know, I know. But that's just, I think that's just greed. Um, this, I, no, it's just love for Constantine. I, I, I just want to see more of him. I know, I know. I understand. Now, I- importantly, though, Jeff John said that you know Superman will be a factor in Kara's life, but you won't see him exactly on screen. Yeah, so but be we are felt, getting Red Tornado. We yeah. are getting Red Tornado, and oddly enough, non like the Kryptonian henchman from Superman Two. I know that's one of those big fat <laughs> whatevs. Um, uh, him and Reactron can go battle over the world's worst supervillain name. That name. But um, Red Tornado, though, hell yeah, man! Yeah, never, yeah, never seen the live action of him. I know. Now at the, uh, I believe it was at the same press tour that Mark Pedowitz said that they're not going to do any more spinoffs. They have no intention of spinning anything else out. <laughs> um, of course, he says also last year at this time we had no intention of doing a third DC project. But as characters uh, were introduced on Arrow and the Flash, we began to realize this was a great opportunity to create the third leg of the stool. Mm-hmm. And he did express regret. Overpassing on Supergirl. He passed on Supergirl, and then he said, we had Arrow and the Flash at the time, and we, and we were not planning to do another DC character. In hindsight, we probably should have gone in that direction. Sometimes you lose great shows. Yeah. I, I was just happy that, I don't know, I, I like a guy who can question himself and in his well, position that can question himself and say, yeah, it would have been nice to have all those shows. We should have done that. It kind of cracks me up, though, because he's like, no, we're not doing anything else. I wish we had. <laughs> right. But we're not now. No, yeah. See, that's the other side of that is on the one hand, I like a guy who can call himself out. On the other hand, he's clearly not learning from his mistakes on a meta level. Because his problem then was right. he thought that they were already doing too much DC stuff, so he didn't get that show. Now he's expanded his amount, and he's saying... Well, we're doing too much DC stuff, so I'm not going to grab this. Right. Oh, don't even try it, buddy. You're going to be Aaron Booster Gold before you know it. Now, here is a weird news bit. Mm-hmm. Actor Justin Leake has been cast to play Hell Gramet in one of the early Supergirl episodes. Huh. He's going to be, uh, they, well, they've described him as an alien that Supergirl will be chasing. Uh, in the comics, he, he wasn't an alien. He was an entomologist. Um, who uh, experimented on himself and uh, basically transformed himself into a giant mutated insect thing. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to put a giant mutated insect thing on Supergirl. Right. I just don't know if they're ready for that. I, I, I feel like they're going to try. And it is. It's going by the Berlanti method. So they're going to try to um, oh, make it slightly realistic, at least when it starts. I mean, you know, as far as the comic books go, he, he his uh, powers include uh, super strength, um, screwing adhesives, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, okay, mm-hmm. enhanced leaping, of course. and creating cocoons that will transform his victims into larvae versions of, of himself. That is correct. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, he can make little pod creatures. He's, <laughs> he's, he's got a, an ass that's basically a Stepford Wives factory. I remember I have seen this character a number of times popping up in Superman and Batman, and every time I saw him, I just went, what is this again? <laughs> right. It's one of those you <laughs> like, see in the background somewhere and go, who the hell are you again? What? Who's he about playing Hellgram. with? Angleman? What the hell? Okay. Yeah. I mean, All right, right now, at that, huh? Oh, um, and, you know, they've, they've cast a live wire now. Yeah. For Supergirl. Yeah. I which actually yeah. is probably my favorite uh I like Livewire as a as an option. Um now it's gonna as be an option, yes. In normally, practice generally no. Normally she's annoying as all hell, yeah. Um but they're gonna use and again, true lum, true blood alum, uh Britt Morgan, 
Um, I mean, on True Blood, she was just one of many annoying redneck characters. Um, there, right? There were plenty. Um, the chick playing Lady Cop was was terrible on True Blood. She was terrible. God help us if they give her a Southern accent. I may quit watching the entire show because Tara could never do a Southern right. accent. No, I it was like whole different, sometimes whole different Southern, range. sometimes like a Louisiana thing. I don't know. It was it was weird. Um, but anyway, so. True Blood has invaded most of uh, most of the comic book world at this point, and Livewire is the latest edition, as far as I can tell. And um, yeah, she's. Well, where do you go from True Blood? Well, nowhere now. It's Anna Paquin's the only one who did the opposite. She went from comic books to True Blood. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, never fret for Scarsgar. He's pretty. He'll get picked up somewhere. Oh, Suki. Anyway, <laughs> I don't want us to go into a True Blood hole. And what is what it would be. What else did we have? I could make fun of True Blood for like an hour. It 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 just I know. never never catch myself. Um, what else do we have? Um, uh, well, someone asked Nina Tassler why she uh or why they <laughs> scheduled Supergirl against Gotham. Mm-hmm. And she says, "I think they're different audiences. I think Supergirl has a much bigger, broader audience. It's more oh. family entertainment. Oh, she's and a they look different. They feel different. Now, I will say this: that part's true. The Supergirl trailer has more has, has way more downloads or way more views on YouTube than anything Gotham, but." Yeah, but I did, I don't know if she was just I, I, that's delusional, dude. It is it, a huge portion of your fan base is going to be just comic book people, just straight up comic book people who mm-hmm. we don't care which property it is you're airing. You're gonna air a you're gonna air a TV show about one of the people we like, so we're gonna watch it. Yeah, um, I think it's gonna. I don't care if it does have Calista Flockhart. Yeah, I'll still yeah, watch that's, it. That's not a pool. Um, yeah. So with that, we're gonna go over to Gotham. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about uh? The, the character they stole from Daredevil, Joe Pike. <laughs> <laughs> well, Daredevil wasn't going to use him. Um, I don't know. The, the kid they've cast for, for Joe Pike, um, it's, uh, what's the the wire? What's his name? Oh, um, Leo Fitzpatrick. There you go. Look, first time I ever saw this kid, it was on like a, I think it was like a Law and Order criminal intent or something. Um, so I guess first time I saw him, he was with Kingpin, but whatever. Um, yeah, he was. And yeah, the kid's legitimately creepy. He does. Yeah, he, he's he's gonna be fun to watch. I'm just gonna wonder why the fuck I'm watching him the whole time. Yeah. Um, I had said previously that people needed to cool their tits as far as the addition of villains was concerned in Gotham season two, mm-hmm. and um, as of the moment where we've cast someone for an entire gang. That has no predecessor in the comics. I would have to advise you to go ahead and keep your tits warm, and right. I may I may be joining your battle. Um, yeah, they, he's leading a gang of arsonists, so everyone is kind of thinking he's going to be Firefly. Yeah, but we have a Firefly. Just use Firefly. Why is I know what is I wrong? Don't understand what is wrong? Like, with why this? does everyone think everyone has to be like like any character that you introduce that doesn't isn't instantly recognizable? People are like, oh, who is he? Well. This is why I spend, you know, no one four probably four or five <laughs> combined hours trying to figure out who Jay Jackson could be, only to find that he's no one. Because you've tricked me into thinking that anyone could be any damn body. Yeah. And that the names don't have to matter anymore. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I it's don't an know. annoying lot. I mean, I don't know. So Cameron Monaghan, mm-hmm. our uh, our own Schrodinger's Joker, mm-hmm. has uh, teased massive carnage in season two. Good. Good, good, good. Um, that was Gotham was the most fun when bodies were dropping. Yeah, I mean, Penguin fighting his way back to the mainland, and you know it, it, that was that was where we started to love him, right? Just I guess, cutting I folk. But he says uh, we see allusions to a very great villain. Um, so hey, you know, but they're they're still talking about the ideology rather mm-hmm. than the individual Joker. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said it's less of a he and more of an idea. It's not about a man. It's about the ideology of a man and what that represents and how it affects other people. I can say that by, by that ideology, Jerome is very adept at spreading it. Yeah, they're making him sound like he's going to be more of the leader of the Joker cult than anything else. And in all the yeah. all the shots so far, he he does seem to have cronies in prison. So apparently he he does he has an alpha level of prison crazy yeah uh, which i accept fully no. first first time i heard uh, that kid laugh i would immediately decide not to fuck with him pretty much 
So apparently, um, we're 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 going back to the well of demoting Jim Gordon. Oh, it only lasts a few episodes. I know. Apparently, when the uh, season two premiere of Gotham happens, we'll see a uh, a few months of a time jump from the first season finale. Um, and even even as he was able to prevent war between the mob, the city's mobs and the gangs, uh, Gordon is going to be punished for saving Falcone's life. Of course, he's been demoted to street cop. Yeah, he's basically a traffic cop at this point. <laughs> I mean, if if they give him like one of the orange vests, it won't surprise me. Oh man, I I don't want to keep seeing that back and forth. Well, not all the time, but I, I, a few times makes sense. He, he makes a lot of waves. People demote him. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. It's okay. He'll be storming into Loeb's office with a cocked gun in no time. Have faith. Yeah, uh, Ben McKenzie is saying uh, immediately in the first episode back, you'll see a deal with Mr. Cobblepot Mm -hmm. that has extremely negative consequences. Jim has learned he has to do what he has to do to get things done. It's a real change for him to throw morality to the side. He's still serving the greater good in his mind by doing whatever he has to do. It's a little sad to watch that go away, but that is the journey we are going on. What he's learning is how do you get power in Gotham, and how do you hold on to that power, and how do you dispense that power? You only do that by playing pretty rough. Sounds right, okay. man. Sounds right. And yeah. hopefully Bullock will be there to show him the ropes on how to how to get a little uh, sideways with his morals. Now, uh, Bruno Heller uh, made a couple of comments about uh, young Bruce's reaction to his father's secrets that we can expect to see. He says, his father's office makes very real what was previously a childish revenge fantasy. He plunges into a much darker and more adult world than we've ever seen him in before. Oh, that's amazing. So that, if I understand that correctly, the the kid who goes to the board of directors sits at the end of the table and immediately chops all of their dicks off. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to get to see more of him. Right. Fuck and yes. (laughs) Right. Uh, All right, now over to movie news. Unless you have any more TV news. Do you have any more TV news that I have? No, no. Lucifer has... slithered out of the the holes from whence it came if um (laughs) anyone cares to find it now we'll say this though um the overall response to this um this this leakage has been overwhelmingly positive um that's interesting it dude people like it people are really liking it um I don't even hell. I don't even know if it had a trailer out yet. I never saw it. I think it just no. went straight to here's the whole show. Enjoy. I, there, there was a trailer. There was a trailer. It didn't. Yeah, there was a trailer a while back, like before we ever even started this show. There was a trailer. For okay. It. And um, yeah, I I was underwhelmed. Yeah, the 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 actual response from from the uh, the people viewing it is is going really well. I mean, it has been picked up uh, despite any amount of protest. It has been picked up. Um, right. They're gonna run with it and from what i'm hearing it's going to be one of those things that actually might be i think it might i think it might even make it to our roster because hey character might be done well now you know we'll see it may end up just being so far from the books that it's not worth it but um i was about to say who's protesting it the the people who read the actual books right right (laughs) it's basically procedurally anyone who you would suspect might protest if they just simply read the word lucifer and and uh thought it was being aggrandized has obviously spoken up and petitioned but um Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but anyone who was just looking to watch a show has pretty much been on board with the show. Um, I know we may. I was up, just looking to watch a show. Uh-huh. He may end up on our roster, though. That, that's what that yeah. ends up being because this this yeah. might actually be that good. Now you won't be able to see it legitimately until 2016, and right, they don't even know when yet. Here, so uh, we'll see. Here's the fun thing. Here's the fun thing, and this is completely and wholly what I hope happens. Constantine on Lucifer. Oh, absolutely. They should totally finish up Constantine's storyline on Lucifer because that would have, if they put that in the same universe, it would totally work. Like it could be made to work. It could be made to work. Like it, it one of the reasons Lucifer is so. One I mean, of the it, reasons Lucifer is so bored with being in hell is because of the whole thing with with Manny and the. <laughs> What were the, 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 the what were they elder demons or I don't even I forget what they got but they'll they'll have if they tried there's a little bit of a conflict with yeah in in Lucifer's uh, show he is he is the man himself um the the first to fall but problem is in Constantine right. we've already got people that are referring to the first to fall it's first to fall as someone who's actively doing their duty not sodding off at a nightclub so there'd be well, a little no, bit yeah, of conflict. But... Well, no, not really, because that could happen later. Like, you know, he just finally gets bored of it and moves on. Could you imagine Constantine, like, sidling up to Lucifer in the bar and instead of, you know, calling him old son, he calls him old scratch? 
I, I could imagine <laughs> I could imagine Matt Ryan's Constantine doing a lot of things with a lot of characters, and I would always I be happy. I know. I know. He could he could sidle on to the freaking Justice League movie, and I would be happy as I could be. I mean, he was he was discussed briefly to cross over. They were going to do Dark Justice with um, Benicio Guillermo del Toro. I mean yeah. uh, Guillermo, yeah, and um, yeah. Yeah, he he was briefly discussed as you know. Let's let him actually lead the team. Yeah, and Guillermo del Toro was like, "Yeah, I like Matt Ryan." Yeah, it, basically, <laughs> yeah. This bloke's doing okay. Bring him on. Anyway, what else right, you have in the we, movie news there? All right, yeah, we're gonna jump over to movie news. Uh, Batman v Superman, of course, gonna be in the news. Henry Cavill was he he basically confirmed what Zack Snyder said. He said there's a big plan in place at WB for the whole DC franchise. So mm-hmm. all of this stuff ties in. They're not thinking from movie to movie. They're thinking from a big tentpole type thing, and each story has its own story, which is attached to the major issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a big plan. So woo. Mm-hmm. I it, uh, I like that the fact that there is a plan is getting is getting spread around I, I do now that means we can hold you accountable to whether this looks like this was planned at all so now this this will make you like henry cavill though um he's saying that uh in batman versus superman uh superman's biggest enemy is not going to be doomsday mm-hmm. it's not going to be luther it's not going to be batman he says superman is a complex dude people think kryptonite can beat him but no the only thing that can really beat superman is superman his own noggin messing with him his own <laughs> moral choices when you have to when you have that to start with the storytelling can really delve into something rich and when they asked about him reprising his role for years to come, he says it's a wonderful role. There's a huge potential there for complex storytelling, and I'm looking forward to exploring those avenues. Come on, a Superman. Mm-hmm. You can't be pissed off at the idea of playing Superman for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm just the granddaddy of all su- superheroes. It's such a pain. <laughs> That's Okay, so Cavill's a real person. Yeah. That part we're sure about. Um, that interview won me over on Cavill completely. Like, I didn't really have a problem with him or at all. I thought he was a fine Superman as far as, you know, acting is concerned and the look. But Yeah, dude looks like ass. But, ladies um, and gentlemen, we have a Robert Downey Jr. for the DC Universe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One who's a lot more committed, it sounds like. Now, this is the same moment you had with Ezra Miller uh, a few weeks ago where... Maybe this is secretly what's been happening. They've been making casting choices. We weren't sure. And maybe it's just going to slowly yeah. seep out like that. That Yeah, they're casting whoever is most excited about playing that role. Um, yeah. I mean, apparently all Jared Leto does right now is try on his makeup and read Joker stories. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, I, hey, you, you, you can't fake the enthusiasm you need to, to play characters like this. You especially can't oh, fake God. it over 15 years. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I can't remember what it was. There was a tweet, and Leto Leto tweeted and said something akin to, I shot a purple gun today. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, he's having a lot of fun. All right, we're, we're going to go ahead and get out of here right after some fan feedback. Christopher White. Um, what up, Chris? One of our, one of our uh, listeners says... Uh, in your Batman Begins review, uh, you made me see that movie in a whole new way. The only thing that always bothered me is if this microwave emitter was designed to vaporize the water supply, how did it not vaporize everyone's blood in that movie? I mean, seriously, why did everyone just suddenly not explode? I um, I forget the <clears throat> exact does, number. Say... I think your blood is either 86 or 96% water by volume. Mm-hmm. So, yep, absolutely. You're right, Chris. Everyone should have fucking exploded. He also says, uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it had a short range. If that's the case, isn't it a little convenient that the train was built directly over the water main? Yes, it was incredibly convenient. It was. We, we did mention the convenience of that train Deep and the asylum all being able to interconnect right over a main pressure valve that apparently no one was paying attention to he wrote who thought that was okay (laughs) his name is christopher (laughs) nolan he will take your hate mail at insert email address here right he said lastly i found this and it's a picture of willem dafoe as the joker and it says how has willem dafoe not played the joker yet uh he says he wants our input he wants to see this um even though he would like to see a more subdued performance than willem dafoe gave in spider-man yeah, I would see that. Um, and Goblin is a, if you're going to do Goblin, you, you do get to kind of go do a Marvel version or a Marvel take on Joker. Um, yeah. I could get behind William Defoe, but there's still, there's, you know, there's the two dicks of the world that I want to see first. Right. Um, the Fastbenders, the two dicks. Yeah, and if if you did Defoe, it'd have to be, I don't know, I want to say an older Joker. I just, is, you know, he's getting on age, uh, on in years now. Right. Um, maybe do 
Um, shit, maybe do like the Dark Knight uh, Returns version of him, but uh, throw that mm-hmm. throw the story somewhere else. Yeah, I, you but, know, I, yeah, I could see William Defoe selling me on the line, darling. With a with a forty five year old Batman mm-hmm. that we're that we're getting now with Ben Affleck, I think if they were going to do Willem Defoe, they probably should have already done that uh, instead of Jared Leto. Yeah, but yeah. Um, you know, I, I've I've never had a huge yearning to see Willem Defoe as the Joker. Like I always looked at him and go, "Well, yeah, sure," mm-hmm. but it always seemed such an obvious choice <laughs> that I was just like, "Eh, I, I don't know how exactly I feel about it." Like I'm sure he would do a, a fantastic job. Uh, actually, I would say if you want to see Willem Defoe as the joker go check out batman under the red hood because i think john dimaggio did pretty much like even in draw the way he was the character was drawn in that movie i would say he was very willem defoe yeah he actually does it's um see the the nice thing with defoe is his face already kind of wrinkles in a way that looks like a creepy smile so makeup would be pretty quick absolutely absolutely all right, that's going to do it for this episode of DC On Screen. You can find us on dconscreen.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Please go rate us. Go give us great reviews. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be better off for it, trust me. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Also a member of that network, our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall over at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Go give them a listen if you are so inclined. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow we are dropping our Dark Knight review. Uh, keeping in line with our uh, Nolan trilogy <laughs> review slash hacking a part of. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we hope to see you then. And We have Constantine as well. We, we, we are going to do a review of Constantine, and uh, I think it's going to drop uh, next week, right? Uh, there's... I think I think it actually is the other way around. We're, we're going to drop Constantine tomorrow and Dark Knight next week. Oh, were we? Yep. Oh, well, goodness. <laughs> we, we, the point is. We were too excited about Constantine showing up again, so we have to I talk know. about him now. Right. Over The point is, over the next few days, a couple weeks, you guys are going to be hearing a lot from us. So if that's the thing that, you know, tickles your fancy, that's, that's an appropriate thing to say, right? It is not. I don't know. Nothing doing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that job, turkey. Until then, put some DC on your screen, because we sure as hell are going to do that as well. Fifteen minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, Fifteen minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it, because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from GEICO because they help save people money? GEICO? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually GEICO. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from GEICO because they help save people money. GEICO? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.